Hey guys, welcome to Feature Creatures DTF. I'm one half of your host, Jordana, and I'm joined by my amazing co-host, Sam. Hello, how's everyone doing? Hope you're all doing well, getting prepping to go into the ho-ho holidays, December. Oh, fuck, fuck December. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I think you're biased. Yes, for multiple reasons, but yes, mm -hmm. yes. <laughs> yes, but I... It's it's such a weird because I it's like a love hate relationship because I do like love the holidays for like family purposes but internally I'm like Meh. I love the two day well I mean depending on your what you're celebrating but for yes. me it would be Christmas and I Christmas Eve and Christmas I'm yes I love those two days yes. but the basically the two months leading up to it can kiss my ass. <laughs> like, <laughs> like not just cause a, I work uh, peripherally with retail, but like mm -hmm. also like my birthday's in December. So I'm getting older every time and it's cold and it, it, it takes every, it takes forever to get everywhere. You got to yes. spend a bunch of money. <laughs> I know. And that's the thing. It's like, it's funny to like have it when you're younger to when you're an adult, because yeah, you love December because you get all these gifts and you get to, you know, eat and have to worry about cooking, picking up, doing any of that shit. Right. Yeah. And then you get to open up all and, your gifts. And you get like a week off of school. Yes. Oh my God. Vacations are so long for my kids school. And I don't remember it ever being that long for me. I remember it was like a couple days and I was like, I think it was a week for me. There might've been a time when it was two weeks, but it was definitely, I think a week was like, by the time you were in high school, it was like a week, but I mean, obviously, you know, different. Yes. Things, yes. And then like also too, like, cause it's so quick, so close to new year's. So they get like that week and then they get like three extra days. So. Oh, okay. So then they just like roll it into the next. Yes. Which is smart. I mean, if I were a teacher, I'd be like, Let's roll that shit. Let's Fuck yeah. And you're a kid. You're like, fucking let's go. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know. But so, I mean, December has its ups and its downs. And to anyone that enjoys it, love that for you. Um, but I mean, we're, we're cresting into November or December. So November was kind of a good month. I mean, we just had Thanksgiving. How was yours? It was good. It was a fine Thanksgiving. Uh, half my family got COVID, so that was like immediately afterwards. So like everyone had to go like test. So that yeah. was fun. I still uh, COVID free since 2019. So <laughs> that's amazing. No, did you ever have it? Not that I'm aware of. Uh, I got really, really sick after a convention, like mm -hmm. when COVID was like sort of like people were like joking about it, like, ha ha ha, it's not going to be, it's going to be a thing. And I remember someone telling me, because I'm a germaphobe, and they were like, you should maybe wear a mask when you go. To, it was a, a comic convention and we're like mm -hmm. thousands of people. And I was like, fuck, I'm not wearing a mask. And then I was on the couch for like a week afterwards. Could have just been a regular cold, but like yeah. my doctor was like, uh, you might have had COVID. <laughs> and it's that weird, like, that weird face in the beginning, because I remember it's so weird, like talking about COVID. Cause I remember that's when we moved and like the whole football team in, in uh, a County over like got sick and they're like, Oh, it's this like bad respiratory virus. And then like Greg and Roz got sick and it was just chaos. It's just weird to think of how it was then to, to now. 
Yeah, definitely. I think I'll be honest with you. I think a huge part of it comes from just the name because originally it was just the coronavirus and then everybody yeah. was just like, <laughs> let's joke about it. And then it became, <laughs> you know, if they had named it like Death Muncher or something like that, they might have had like what I think they were. It was like too funny. So everybody like didn't take it serious. And yeah, and it's it's I'll be honest with you. It's sort of ravaging uh, the area by us right now. Uh, like, Is it? Oh, like real bad, like real, Damn. real bad. Like we are, I go into work, the other day I went into work and I don't know, on an average day, there's like maybe 15 of us, mm -hmm. uh, nine people called off. Oh my God, <laughs> Sam, that's crazy. Yeah. And like I said, literally, uh, I, I think there was, so there was like eight or nine of us at, uh, yeah. at Thanksgiving and five of them, uh, the, like two days later tested positive. <laughs> Damn, that's I'm I'm sorry that that happened because it's nice to be able to have like the holidays and and not either be sick beforehand or get sick. So yeah. I am sorry about that. We had like a soup. It was just the three of us, and it was so nice to go at our own pace and wake up when we wanted to and hang out and comfy clothes. I loved it. Aren't those it the great. best kind of holidays? I love those holidays. Just non-stress holidays whatsoever. Just like you know, super simple. Yeah. I think this is actually the first year we did things like a, like a real, like a, like a big Thanksgiving, like, mm -hmm. um, uh, since COVID, like it's pretty much been like a real small thing since then. And like, yeah. not that I didn't, I, I love seeing my family, like it was great, but uh, there's also something to be said about just having like that smaller, more intimate, just like, let's just chill, you know, maybe get a fucking pizza or like, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, Do the dishes that you want instead of like, you know, some people, they keep it super traditional and they keep, you know, but so, sometimes it's nice to add a little spice and have variety. And like Greg made awesome like snacks while we were, while he was cooking. Cause he pretty much like ripped it out. He was a champ. He's the cooking MVP, but like just had some drinks. He had spiked eggnog. I had, um, Aperol spritzes. It was just so fucking nice. I loved it. <laughs> Sounds nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is my Friday, and I broke my thing uh, three weeks into it, and I don't care. Uh <laughs> I, when we were talking after my computer died, and then I came back on, I saw that, and I'm like, that looks like a really big bubbly. And then I saw the yes. M, and I'm like, oh, that's a Modelo. I'm like, you know what? I'm going. I can do one day a week. I can do one day a week yes. now. Uh, I, I had to give my liver a fucking break because we drank pretty much the whole time. And I was like, I am going to just chill. Yeah. I took like two and a half, three weeks off. And then I was like, okay, let's just take it back to like one day a week and or special occasions. You know, like obviously my birth, my birthday's coming up in just a few days here. And I'm like, I'm, I'm getting boo. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I'm going to drink until we uh, turn back time. Uh, <laughs> uh, share. If I could turn back time. No, let me guess what the day is. Is it the third? No, only one day off. Fourth? Nope. Two? Yes. <laughs> would have been great if you were like five. <laughs> no, I would have. My computer would have died again, and I just would have exited the chat. <laughs> but that's awesome. Yeah, it'll be all right. Yes, we'll have a birthday cheers. But so we tonight are, are we we both went and saw Thanksgiving. Yes, and it's been sixteen fucking years coming. And I'm we finally got it. So excited to hear your thoughts on it. Here, my thoughts that we're going to talk about slashers in general and where they're mm -hmm. at. Yes, but 
like every movie, every time we've gone to seen a movie that's gone to theaters, which I think is only one other time, which was Scream 6, yeah. uh, we always talk about um, our experiences uh, in the theater. Um, how were your experiences in the theater? And also, um, we're going to talk about trailers, because some of the trailers that I saw were fucking nuts. <laughs> I know. And I was the same way. I'm like, wait, is this an action? Like... The one that I remember, because I, I know as we talk, I'll I'll remember all the ones, because there was like 35 minutes. Roz is like, when is this movie starting? I'm like, I don't fucking know. It was literally like 45 minutes, uh, it seemed like. but um, it was, I, there, It's at least a solid half an hour. I, I timed it. It's like before, I didn't time it this time, but when I saw Haunted Mansion, yep. um, it was a straight, like a half an hour on the dot was like beginning trailer, end trailer. And you know what? I don't ever remember trailers being this long before even like 2017 era like in the teen later teens i don't remember trailers being this long i think it's because they like literally like because our attention spans are so short-sighted now with phones mm -hmm. and you know we can skip ads and shit this is like the only place that they can be like we've got you by the nuts and you ain't going nowhere you sit and you watch this <laughs> you're gonna listen to nicole kidman talk about the same theater you're sitting in already Oh my god! And oh, you know who we have is Mar Marissa Menudo's. Oh, uh, I have her for for movie to me or whatever it's called. <laughs> yes, and she laughed. She did her laugh because you know how her laughs kind of. And I looked over and I told Roz and Greg about the. This is so sidebar, but I have to say it. The Justin Bieber interview when he was like super young, and she was like, <laughs> and he's like, he's smiling at her. He's like, he sounded real cute, and you did that. <laughs> and then he mocked her, and he did it, and he was being so serious. I love that. It's not like a meme, but I love that video. I watch it like numerous times. I I, I was I am I, I I sort of get a kick out of her, but yes, I'm always like like come on, let's can we just not do this in the theater? Like it'd be one thing if you were asking me trivia that like it was mildly challenging. It's like yeah, I always think of like Family Guy where it's like who was in you know uh uh Forrest Gump T yeah. space M. H space NKS and he's like Tim Honks. <laughs> I know it's like come on now. But yeah, yes, the trivia is fun. But so the theater experience was we had a sold out uh a sold out theater which mm -hmm. was awesome and I was Hell bummed yeah. because I wanted to go see it Thanksgiving Eve but I waited too long and that one was sold out. So like that was super promising to me that it was going to be like a fun ex well I, I say that I was scared and excited because Roz went with us. Greg and I made the decision that we were going to take her. I saw that. That was a little bit of a gamble, right? <laughs> yes, it was. But <laughs> I asked like people who already saw it. And I was like, is there like, you know, a lot of nudity, uh, stuff like that? Because she's pretty good with like knowing that shit's fake. You know what I mean? She knows yeah. like Art the Clown's fake and she knows it's all special effects. So she's, she told me she's more scared of like host and paranormal activity. So I and I think ultimately, I mean, uh, by the way, uh, we, we will give a spoiler alert when we start talking spoilers. Um, but uh, I think ultimately, I mean, granted, if I'm I know you've you've let her watch Terrifier, right? She has seen like like just clips like I haven't like she hasn't sat down and like watched the movie, but she's watched like the the pizza scene in the first one. Like I won't let her watch the the JJ ripping because that's what was a little on? bit. Yeah. yeah, a little bit much, but like she watched the uh, um, people are probably gonna be like, Oh my god, the Halloween. Well, fuck, fuck those people. I know, like, my, I would never like sit my kid down and be like, You have to watch this and traumatize her. But the uh, Halloween shop scene in, in two, yeah. she loves it when he 
when the guy yells at him and he's he pops up and he's like and makes the face she loves that yeah and then smashes his brains and she's like that's so cool so i don't know like it was fun to go see it with her yeah and i think ultimately it's a great one to see for because i know uh you and she are big fans of the scream franchise with some mixture but i mean and I will say this up front. I think this is as close to Scream as we're getting. Yes. Um, and also, like, it was fun. Like, it was, it was again, like you said, like, you've said this before. There's a difference between, like, doing pretty graphic things, but if you're doing them in a way that's so, un, like, it's so over the top that, like, it's just, you know, it's, it's, it, it, it doesn't phase that section of your brain. <laughs> no, and it was, like, more fun. But, like, the first girl that walked in, because we were the first people there, uh, and um when we walked in or when she walked in she like kind of gave a look and i want to be like what but then she just sat and ordered her food so i don't really think i don't really think m- many people care like i wasn't there was a there was a video on tiktok that was circulating of this woman like freaking out because something happened and i don't know what movie it was but a rated r movie and she's like my child's in there and the guy stitched it and he's like oh I saw it's like a Norwegian film that like it, it's it's yeah yeah it's like yes. a Norwegian film I think about a killer elf or something yeah yes and she was like flipping out but it's like do your research before you take your kid yeah. like uh ask around to see if there's anything that's not appropriate like what you think is appropriate for your kid to see because it varies from person to person so it was a very fun theater experience she loved it uh all three of us loved it and I just think it was cool to share that time with her but what about you Especially, and for a new franchise. Well, we'll see. Maybe franchise. Um, New IP. We'll go with that. Yes. Um, Well, I have to start with a formal apology that I've prepared. Oh. Uh, There's someone who's been on our show, or we've been been on our show. Uh, Someone who's been brought up on our show many times over the last few episodes that we've just talked shit about relentlessly. Um, And I would like to uh, formally apologize to Miss Taylor Swift for the Eras Tour. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> don't, don't, uh, Taylor, this one's for you. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, I have to give it to my girl, Tay Tay. Uh, I, I, I think that this is a win that as a, a man, you kids listening, if you're listening and you're younger than this, you'll understand this type of win when you're in your thirties. Mm-hmm. I went to the theater and I always get one thing. I get a the biggest soda they have and I either get a cherry or a vanilla Coke, whatever I'm feeling that day. This day was this time was vanilla. Oh, and I go up there and it's eight dollars and some change for a large soda. I've already prepared in my head to bite this fucking ridiculous bullet. I go, I would like a large soda, please. And the girl and I was, I was very nice. And the yeah. girl behind the counter goes, would you like the Taylor Swift cup? For 99 cents. And I'll be honest, I didn't even register what she said. All I heard was 99 cents. And I was like, yeah. sure, was like, sure, whatever. Like, I don't know. And then um, she comes back and it's a Taylor Swift cup. And then she rings me out for a dollar oh six. And I was like, wait a minute. So I just got this enormous fucking cup with teeth with Tay Tay, my new girl all, all <laughs> over it for a so- dollar. Or I could have gotten a regular cup for eight dollars. I'm like. What happened here? What? Either she, either she fucked up the, the like this is not the promotion. They've got a ton of these laying around. Yeah, or, or she was flirting with me. I don't know. <laughs> I got this cup. <laughs> well, it's okay. Yes, I mean, let's go with two because come on now. But like, what if she 
thought that it was like maybe it was like an additional 99 cents on top of the large and she just charged you for the and didn't it didn't but either way hey a 99 cent large soda at a movie theater is like bananas that's oh i've been telling everybody about it this is how sad your 30s get i've been like listen you don't understand i went to the theaters (laughs) and i got a large soda for 99 cents and cup and a cup that i can keep and continue to drink (laughs) and i didn't put it in the trash kit i know when we went i got a beer and Roz wanted Willy Wonka candy. And that was like a special, like the little hats or whatever. And the bag was air and like five of them for $6. So fuck you, Willy Wonka. And Timothy Shamalama Lama. Yeah. And, uh, and then we got, we said popcorn, but we didn't specify. Gave him the theater number and everything. And comes in with the tub. I'm like, no, no wonder that was $22. That <laughs> makes sense now that this tub of popcorn and my one beer was $22. It's well. And I'd like to point out, here's my screen cup that I paid $10 for, and it fits inside of <laughs> Oh, my God. Tay-Tay is, is giving it out for her fans. <laughs> I, fuck Tay-Tay. <laughs> I still can't stand that hole. I hate Taylor Swift, but I'm really happy for you that you got that. Oh, so. Yes. Already started off on a high. Theater experience was great. I didn't have any. There were some girls that like came in kind of late and were talking a little bit. But other than that, I mean, they they kind of I think they got the vibe because people were kind of starting to be like, uh, like, but yeah, other than that, yeah. it was good. That's good. I mean, I was nervous that it was going to be another experience like the last time. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, there's bad ones. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, plenty. But so preview wise, um, let's we. I, we have two hours to talk about just the preview since there were so many, but why don't you start off with one? Okay. Well, I figured like, okay. So I, I mean, I saw some trailers and I'll be honest. Most of the trailers I saw were not like, I was like, these are, these look not great. Like I, there was like one, no, there was two that I was like, all right, I'm in. Um, But the one that I thought was the funniest and it's probably the one that like horror fans might have already known about, but like seeing the trailer, which again, this is news to me for anyone out there. I don't watch trailers for things for most things, but when I'm stuck in the theater, they're holding me at gunpoint. I have to watch them. I saw the trailer for Night Swim, Blumhouse's movie about a haunted fucking swimming pool. Mm-hmm. They're they're really just grasping for straws at this one. Like I watching the tra- I heard about it. But watching the trailer, I was like, the f- when they're doing Marco Polo? Yeah, that's the I one. Was yeah. like, what? <laughs> I, I was, like, flabbergasted. I was like, this, I mean, and I'll probably watch it. Definitely not in theaters. Come on. But right. at I home. will probably watch it at home. But I was yeah. like, this uh, seems like something that you would see. Like, this premise seems like something that would be, like, on Tubi after you original scrolling for like three minutes it'd be like killer pool right next to killer couch or killer condom although killer condom was probably better than this movie's gonna be and killer sofa was actually really good too so yeah that but like what's with blumhouse like wanting to do a haunting on every inanimate object dolls toys like what like they're gonna what are they gonna possess next an air fryer like i don't understand like they're running not that they're running out of ideas but i just feel like they're kind of I don't know what what the what what's going on. It just seems so low effort. Like it really seems like this was like a like a, a D level movie like that should have ended up on Tubi, like with this premise. Yeah. And granted, who knows? Maybe it'll be great. But like, 
like the trailer, I had to laugh because it's so stereo. I mean, it's like cut and paste. Like, yeah. here's the white family who moves into the nice, beautiful house that they can't believe they got a deal on. And, and then, like, why did you get that deal? Oh, because all these people were slaughtered in the pool that no. is now haunted. Like, yeah, come on. Yeah, it was, it just seemed like, like it might be, it, it probably will be an entertaining film. I just can't imagine going to the theaters to watch it. Like, I, like this seems like it's got, like it's got like shutter release or straight to HBO written all over it. But I'm presuming if they're playing the shit in the theaters, they're, 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 they're hoping to make a big old bag of money. And I don't know if it's coming. So here's, here's my thought on that. Cause I've thought about this for quite some time. Okay. So I feel like I see a lot of things and I'm like, now this is aimed for like 13, 14 year olds wanting to go to the movies by themselves. Right. Yep. You know what I mean? And the parents like let them go with their friends and it's one of those deals. But like those types of movies for me when I was in that age range was like Halloween H2O, uh, The Faculty, Scream 2, like awesome scary movies. Do you know what I mean? Now I feel like we're getting this like plethora of bullshit that is just aimed for like tweens. Well, yeah. And I think also when you go with some of those movies, like you know, I got like again, the faculty is it's a that's a big budget movie. I mean, that's a the, the creature effects and all the different locations. Yeah, this is I mean, it's as cut and pay, it's what Blumhouse made all their money on th these type of movies. Low, yeah. I mean, it's and it's what partly keeps the horror uh industry alive a little bit is that there are yeah. oftentimes you can cash, you can just make a cheap movie set in one fucking house, in this case, a backyard. <laughs> and <True. laughs> and then you know even if it you know you know only you know x amount of you don't you don't need that many people to go see it to be profitable and then you can sell the rights to hbo or netflix or whatever the fuck it is and and if you're lucky it, it becomes like an overnight hit and you, you you know you make a shit ton of money yes and i was i'm still listening but i was looking at the cast because i want i knew it was who was it it was that wyatt russell that's in everything I feel like now. No idea. I know. Oh, um, I well, I know Kurt Russell, but yes. and I'm, I say that, but like he was, he's in uh, Mothra or Moth Monarch. Mothra. Mo Monarch. Excuse me. Oh, wait, is it Monarch? You're talking about you're talking about the the Kurt Russell show with Godzilla. Yes. What is it? I haven't oh watched God. it. I don't have Apple TV. I, I I love Godzilla, but I, I I will wait till all the episodes have dropped. I will subscribe for a month. I will watch and I will get rid of. I'm sorry. Monarch. I, not yeah. giving Apple any of my money. No, but definitely watch it because it is a really good show, even though I blank out in the name. But he's been on like he was in Overlord. I'm, I feel I feel like there was like way more stuff that he was in, but I saw him and I'm like, I don't I don't know. Like it just it just definitely is not gonna be it's it just looks the premise is too stupid. Yes. It just it, <laughs> it, it is, but it's like cheesy as fuck. I feel like what we're going to get from them is either going to be IPs, like like remakes of huge IPs, or it's going to be these Low like effort. ridiculous, yes. So just hoping for a big big hit, yeah. So then, speaking of a big hit, so then we saw Ferrari. Did you I, see? Or no. was it Ferrari with um, Adam Driver? Yes, I just playing. guess, but I've not seen this. I've not even heard of this movie. Yep, it's like a biography on on him and on the he, guy who made ferrari yes didn't they just do ford versus ferrari 
So now we're doing like it's we're doing spinoffs of that, and then Ford's gonna get his own movie, and then they're gonna team up against fucking Chrysler or whatever the fuck. Yeah, and then Dodge, and then like Honda's gonna roll in. Yeah, like and it I didn't realize it was him until like it said driver, and I'm like, oh, it's 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 him. And it looks like I don't know, it looked like your typical action movie of like not, I don't even know if it's action, but like cars exploding, cars going off cliffs. Penelope Cruz is in it. I haven't seen her in a while, minus these weird commercials she does for like an airline I've never heard of. But, <laughs> but like whenever you see her, I just automatically think of Blow and how crazy. That's 100% her. what I think of because I'm like, I don't know what else you're from. I mean, I know <laughs> she's huge like in Mexico, but like as for an American audience, I'm like, I don't. It's Blow. That's what I got. Is I got Blow. Yes. Crazy. The you know like just but I loved her and and blow but who else was in it I don't remember but yeah so we got Ferrari and you didn't see that so we'll move on yeah did, well, by the way what, which theater chain did you go to we went to movie tavern okay so that might be so our our ours might be different here because I went to AMC oh um hmm. I will also okay so here I will say I don't want to be negative totally so let's talk about a movie that I was like I'm fucking in okay uh did you see the trailer for the beekeeper <laughs> with uh jason statham okay yes i would love to just set this up if you have not seen this trailer it's john wick it's a john wick ripoff and i don't care it's jason statham who i have a man crush on and yep. the premise is he's friends with an old lady who gets scammed by one of these companies that are like they call you and they like get you to give them their information they steal all your money they make it an american company because i think they didn't want to be seen as Yes. racist let's be clear here um yes. we've seen the youtube videos uh so his response is he's like i'm gonna murder them all <laughs> because she kills herself yeah she shoots herself yeah she kills herself and he's like and he's like i'm that that's his john wick that's his dog yeah and he yeah. goes to he goes to the building and he's like i'm gonna fucking just kill everyone <laughs> but then it like also turns out he's like a super spy and i'm like i don't give a shit what this is I'm in. <laughs> I heard, I think Greg said, I think he's like, okay, so this is John Wick. And I'm like, oh, all right. And I just it's, thought. It's John Wick with, with Statham and an old dead lady. And I'm in. <laughs> Done. I don't know. I, that's something that I'll probably watch when his family comes down. Because we just watched the Expandables 4. Yeah. For his dad's birthday. Because, I mean. Old men love that stuff. Yeah. Like the newer action stuff. I'm a little bit like rusty on, but old like action films, I'm totally down for. But whenever he's down here, it's war movies and action. So I, I'm sure I, I will be watching it. I think that makes sense. I think that's just like an old dad kind of thing. <laughs> yes. And I'm, I'm drawing a blank because I know that there was like, so, oh, there was like a rom-com with Sydney Sweeney. Yeah, yeah, that's one I brought up that I wanted to talk about, actually. Or I not brought up, I'm sorry, I had here in my list. It's called yes. Anyone Anyone But You. Yes. And that's like that drama or the 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 newest drama. Cause I, I don't really pay attention. Like I didn't watch Euphoria. I probably should because a lot of people say it's a really good show. Is that what she's from? Yes. Cause yes. Cause I don't know her either. I don't know her very well. I watched that trailer and I was like, I don't know who the fuck any of these people are. Like, mm -hmm. and, except, and then it turns out I do. Cause I, when I was Googling it, I was like, Oh, I know the lead actor who's like in top gun Two, which was like my favorite movie of that year. But Oh yes, yes I yes. didn't know. His, I didn't know his name, but yep. I will say this. That was one of those trailers. There was one that re, re, uh, got a worse reaction, which I'll talk about next, but 
I felt like the the people in the theater, not a single chuckle, nothing, and Same. it was all like I, I the joke like it, everything looked so wooden and like unfunny, like it just seemed like like the whole time. And like there's a scene that like I saw and I was like I could see how on paper it was funny, but in the trailer like doesn't yeah, a spider like crawls down his pants. So his reaction is he like throws all his clothes off a cliff and then he like shows back up at like a family function in his underwear and like not a chuckle. And I'm like, here's my thing. Cast that with now granted, I'm not gonna say cast him because mm -hmm. he's old, but cast that with a Seth Rogan-esque actor. Yeah, exactly. That's not funny. Yeah, not these two like on paper, disgustingly gorgeous people. This supermodel and this dude with like a 14 pack. <laughs> Thank you. Like, like very much Army Hammer. Um, what was the guy in Infinity Pool? Um, Sarsgaard? Oh, was it one of those? Not Stellan. That's his dad. Uh, Peter uh, Sarsgaard. I don't know. Whichever one. The, some Sarsgaard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it looked just like them. And then you got... Sydney Sweeney and it it didn't look funny at all. The only thing that created some sort of reaction was they showed butt cheeks. Okay. I think and, I do remember that. And it looked kind of dirty. It looked like it was trying to be a dirty comedy, which I appreciated, but like yes. it's like I'm like there's this movie has zero chance of succeeding. Like I'll and, eat I'll eat my words if it does, but I'm like zero chance. I just I'm so I can't get do rom-coms now because they're they're not funny. Like before they did cast like a Seth Rogen or they did do like a Jonah Hill or someone that like had a, a comedic characteristic. Yeah. Cast comedians or people who have developed devoted their life to that area of entertainment. Exactly. You can cast the hot chick if you want to. I get that. Yeah. You, or, or you you know or whatever. Like I mean one of one of them's got to be a comedian. You could you could cast a funny girl and like a supermodel dude or yep. you can cast a supermodel dude and a funny you know either way. But yes. one of them's got to be able to hold the comedic weight of the film and from what I saw those two are not funny people. Not at all. And I was just kind of like, uh like let's be over with this one and yeah, Roz, there's butt cheeks, you know, because she's cracking <laughs> up. And I'm like, yeah, buddy. <laughs> Roz the only one in the theater laughing. <laughs> Let this kid in here. <laughs> but uh, so that one, again, that's one I probably, and even like I used to love rom-coms. Like we've had discussions about rom-coms. Like I miss those, that formula, the, the, the simple formula that worked or, you know, even like the weird twist in them that still work this just doesn't this doesn't appeal to me maybe it appeals to other people and it we, might maybe there's people who just want to see attractive people fall in love but i don't know i just i guess i, I miss comedies in general i think that mm -hmm. this premise very basic as it is could have worked with casting of and again here's the thing you kind of nobody you and i just watched this and didn't realize who most of these fucking people were if you're going to go kind of like with, no, with sort of no-name people, yep. why not get us some no-name comedians? Make some new fucking comedy stars. Like, yeah. I just don't, I don't understand. And there's got to be some halfway decent-looking comedians out there. <laughs> the, okay, great example. As you're saying that, I'm thinking there was a Netflix original, and it had David Spade, and it had this Lauren... Lauren Lapkus. You're talking about uh, the other Missy. Yes, and... I like not saying that she's a no name because I know that she's done quite a bit of stuff, but like you have a, a, a comedian like David Spade, who's been around for a long time. He's established yep. and you have her, the chemistry as weird as it was, it worked. I actually thought it was really funny. I actually and, really liked it. It's dumb, but it's funny. <laughs> yeah. Dumb. But, but it reminds me of like 
I don't want to compare it because it's not, it's apples to oranges still, but like there's something about Mary. Yeah. You know what I mean? Different levels, but like I yeah. get what you're saying. Like that movie is, I could see watching that movie again, the other Missy. Like, yeah. I, but I mean, it's never going to like be one that I'm like, I got to have that on my shelf. Like, like constant rotation. Yeah. Like, no, but like, I mean, something about Mary is one that I got to watch like every five years, you know? Yeah. We just watched Detroit Rock City and I forgot how awesome. Not that I forgot because it's a, I, one of my favorites, but just watched it and I love it. It's oh. so, it's so good. It's it's an unbelievably underrated comedy. It is. I just lost my virginity in a confessional booth. Now give me back my fucking drumsticks. <laughs> Jeremiah. Ah, <laughs> uh, good stuff. Yes. Okay, now what about the one that you got? Okay, so the one that I was the most like perplexed by, and I could feel the audience like being like, well, and granted, maybe it's just because we're all there to see a horror movie, mm-hmm. but the Mean Girls musical. Did you see the trailer for this? Didn't get that. And thank fucking God we did not. Sorry that you got it. But yes. like, here's the thing. I like Mean Girls. Mean yeah, Girls me is a it's a classic. It's it's probably mm-hmm. the closest thing my generation or our generation had to like a 16 Candles uh, type Clueless. of movie. Yes. Yeah, or Clueless. Mm-hmm. I think it's fucking phenomenal. I loved, loved it, it then. I love it now. Mm-hmm. I don't mind musicals either. Deanna loves musicals and some of them she makes me watch and I fucking want to blow my brains out like Les Mis. Some of them are on <laughs> some of them are on my playlist now. Like I have the entire soundtrack to um Greatest Showman and Hamilton and I've seen Hamilton lot. Like so wow. it's not just cuz it's a musical. Yeah, exactly. The part that's perplexing to me is uh, A Tina Fey who I don't know if she made the first one, but she was in the first one. Yes. So she's directing this one. She plays a new character. Oh, God. But, like, I mean, if a trailer could tell, like, when it, this looks like a remake that is just, you know, like, when they remade Psycho with with um Vince Vaughn? Vaughn. Yeah. And, and, it's a, and it's a shot for shot remake. And you're like, yeah. at the end of the day, you're like, it was fine. But, like, I could have just watched the original. And what's the point of that? Exactly. Now, granted, this one's going to have songs. I get that. They weirdly did not put a single fucking song in the trailer, though, which I think is sort of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a musical. Yeah, um, it's just weird. And then, like, but no, what every famous line from the movie is in the trailer. Like every line. See, that's, and I don't, I don't that's like so that. Fetch. That's so fetch. Uh, he's so gay, he he can't even function. Uh, the principal going, oh, I can't, I didn't get out of the hood for this or whatever. Like, every line is in the trailer. And I'm like, I think I've just seen the whole movie and it looks like a shittier version of what I love. So exactly. And so what's the point of even doing it? Like if you're going to do a musical and do something as a continuation, have like different lines and maybe throw like one old one in, but we don't need a rehatching of why Mean Girls was so amazing. And now you're making, you're like watering it down for who? It's a hundred percent. I think a remake, you need to walk a fine line of being yes. somewhat different and justifying existing. And mm-hmm. then also being kind of cl- close enough to the source material that old and new fans can appreciate it. I get that the musical is the big twist here that they, for some reason are hiding in the trailer, uh, which makes me think that maybe it sucks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. I'm told that there is a, a, like a Broadway version of it. That's very successful. So I did hear that too. Oh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. But like, I was, it's just, if you see the trailer, I mean, every single, like, m- like super memorable line and memorable mm-hmm. part from the movie, the original is in yeah. the fucking trailer. Like it, there's no mystery. It's not like, oh man, I can't, I wonder who's going to be, oh, nope, there he is. And there's his famous line. Okay. 
I take that. I, my friend Pat actually went to go see the musical mm-hmm. and said it was good, but they had nothing new in it. And he said that that was the problem. He's like, you would think someone like Tina Fey who has her hands in it would like come up with new material that can be just as good and have it included in this like continuation or a musical uh, like portion of it. And that was his complaint. So, yeah. And I think it shows like if you see the trailer and it showed because the audience you could again, we're there to see a horror movie. But like the audience was like clearly like was like. Like I think I could just feel the vibe was like, why? Why why does that need to exist? Like, I'm I'm with you. It's gonna make a fuck ton of money. I guarantee it's gonna make a shit ton of money. Oh, of course, because the people that love Mean Girls are gonna go check it out, and they're just just to to see because there's always that like hint of curiosity. Like, is it maybe I'm just being too judgmental about it, and maybe it's gonna be awesome. But nine times out of ten, it doesn't. No, that's not good. And you okay? That's my other complaint too. Before we get into Thanksgiving, is I wanted to see more like horror trailers. Like I wanted to see. I'm trying to think if there is anything else that I'm missing that I'm dropping the ball on. But I feel like Night Swim was the only thing that was quote unquote scary. I have a list of every trailer that I saw. Uh, Silent Night, which is an action movie. It looks kind of cool. It's John Woo movie. I probably will see that. Yes. The, and I thought, okay, real quick, because I won't touch too much on it, but like that scene was horrible. The kid's riding his fucking bike and then they're like holding him and crying. And I was like, oh shit. And then they said like the, the newspaper clipping boy dies and then he's still crying. I'm like, oh, what is this? Like, this is See, horrible. But that reminds me of that. It's like, I watched like Face Off the other day and that movie opens with yeah. With, with with Nick Cage sniping a child in the head accidentally, but still, that's how it opens. <laughs> it's like, oh, we got your attention. Here you yeah. go. <laughs> uh, and then the other ones we mentioned, uh, Madam Web was up there, which I was like, this, you, we are scraping the bottom of the barrel of superheroes, aren't we here? And I don't care that it's girl spider women, but it just looks terrible. Okay, we didn't get that one, but I did see well I, I stopped i i kept scrolling because i just didn't care uh kingdom of the planet of the apes which i love the apes movies so i'm fine that, with that that was the first preview and roz said it looked cool so chances are we'll probably check that out and then the last one which i'm kind of curious to hear your quick thoughts on uh was they played a full length like four minute trailer for um the ghostbuster frozen empire yes i see of course i forgot about that yes i i already watched it like multiple times but seeing on the big screen got me so hyped and i will say it every single time when i hear the siren go off i get goosebumps and i literally get like tears in my eyes because it's just like ghostbusters means so much to me afterlife has my whole entire heart and soul like i fucking love after did you like afterlife i really liked afterlife and so when i heard that and then at the end when Paul Rudd's like, oh, and he, made, he like said whatever. It's like, I'm in. I'm also, I'm excited because I know that, I'm, I mean, I don't know. I have not seen this, but I imagine there's some people being like, well, it's, you know, the the, the the ice thing takes them out of it. I'm like, I kind of cool that it's something different. I like it. And I liked at the end how the, the presence was coming. You couldn't really see it. And like the eyes. Yeah. And like people are dying. Like they're, then they give that creepy speech about like your, you, 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 tears. your last thing that happens is you like cry tears or ice and then die. And I'm like, that sounds pretty wicked, bro. <laughs> I know. And you know, it's going to be like a super intense moment with like a, a, a big character and it's going to be emotional and I can't wait. I'm excited for it. 
I think it's cool. And I, to me, like, I like the idea of it being big set because that, I mean, everything's going to have to be a big set piece. Cause it's all going to be this new yep. environment. It makes me think of like what Dan Aykroyd wanted Ghostbusters three to be, which I always mm-hmm. wanted to happen where like he, I think it's, they, they like, they go to hell, like they yeah. go to hell. And I'm like, that would have been fucking awesome. Like the I, original Ghostbusters in their prime in hell. I was like, why dude. didn't they make that movie? Well, I know why they didn't make the movies because Harold Ramis and fucking um, what's his name hated each other. But yes, um, <laughs> so bad. And so, and that's like the thing that like literally that would have been fucking chef's kiss. But that's yeah. the thing that because you mean Bill Murray and Harold Ramis, right? Yes, yes. That's the thing about it too, like not only having like just on afterlife not having the or the grandfather part to like that scene like if you're like you have like an emotional attachment to your grandfather like i did and then knowing like the history and then having them all look you know what i mean like it just literally pulls at your heartstrings and that whole end scene oh i can't even talk about it without getting choked up i'm with you i love love it if you remove the harold ramus um storyline from Mm -hmm. afterlife the movies like i immediately probably i don't like it anymore but with that storyline i mean i think it's the best it's the best farewell we're ever gonna get for the ghostbusters although i hear they're gonna be in the new one as well so even if it sucks we'll have that peace we still have that goodbye (laughs) i know and even like seeing them in the the trailer still gets me so excited because again that movie the, the the franchise like not not so much obviously like the the remake with the girls but one two and afterlife are just so goddamn important and amazing to me i love the cartoon as a kid but yeah the the girl um, i don't even want to call it the girl one but that's what everyone calls it i don't care that they're that they're girls i hate that it had no connection and was just poorly written it wasn't here's my problem too and i didn't mean but just like the easiest way to like bring it in the conversation because i'm all for women but like no one was funny it wasn't funny it brought nothing to the table brought nothing new like afterlife was so good like solid premise great casting uh character development all of it throwbacks and you know one of the things that i find funny is you know there was like if you didn't like the movie then people were like oh you just don't like it because it's women well the main character in afterlife is a little girl and I didn't Now, Granted, some people are never happy, but the majority of people I feel like were like, no one complained about that. So I'm like, I don't think the problem was that it was a girl. I think the problem was the movie was bad. Horrible. And she, uh, what's her name? I can't think of her name. The the girl though. She and podcast, like talk about great child acting. Like she was amazing. Even uh, Finn, whatever. Wolfhard. Yeah, he kind of drives me nuts, but he wasn't even bad in this movie. So, yeah, I'm kind of I'm a little thinned out after Stranger Things. I, I might need to see him go away for a little while, but yeah. same. That's how I felt. Like he's, he, I could take it or leave it, but like he just, I don't know. I was the same. I was kind of Stranger Things out. Yeah, but I think that's it for trailers. Uh, yeah. Do you want to get into the thing, the, the meat of the? Do you want to carve up this turkey? <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> I love that. That was perfection. And absolutely, let's dive into this. Uh, oh, my God. We will be talking spoilers from this yes. point forward. So if you've not seen Thanksgiving or you care about spoilers on it, we're going to be talking uh, uh, spoilers. plenty of spoilers. But if you also don't care about Thanksgiving, uh, I'm, uh, there's a great chance we're going to be talking about slashers in general and how they fit into the landscape of things going forward. Yes. Jordana, 
What do you think about Thanksgiving? <laughs> I, thought it, I thought it fucking sucked. Oh, me too. <laughs> I literally, I don't want to say this because I don't want it to be like my tagline, but this like re- revived my horror because I was, I wasn't feeling it for 2023. I really wasn't. And this movie, oh my God, it ignited that spark that cooked, burnt this fucking turkey. Oh, Eli Roth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm with you. I had such high expectations for it because it was the trailer I liked the most in Grindhouse. And I yep. was like, I, from day one, there's been a bunch of us who were like, make that fucking movie, dude. Like, and yes. sometimes 16 years of anticipation can be too much buildup. But honestly, I saw it and I was like, instantly, instantly. And I told you this. I'm mm-hmm. like, I think this is my favorite horror movie since Scream 5, which that means that's two years of horror movies. I, I Movies that I liked. I liked yeah. Terrifier 2. Yep. Um, I liked Scream 6. Mm-hmm. I like this better. This was better overall. This is a better film than both of those movies. Well, so, yes. I mean, for me, it was like... I don't want to say better than Terrifier 2 because I, I keep Terrifier 2, you know, I keep it on this level. Of it's, like, got a, it's got a place in your heart, I know. It does, but it made me feel the same way watching Terrifier 2. It made me feel that, like, giddiness, and when stuff's happened, I was like, yes! And then, like, the the just so much. And we'll, we'll get, like, into the specifics because this had literally so many layers that I just love, and I can't wait to talk about it because I hope that we touch on the same stuff. So, um, but I feel like I'm rambling. Uh, Eli Roth, though, his whole, um, I watched an interview with him and he said at a young age, he wanted something that was like the in-between. You know what I mean? Like you had Halloween, then you had November. You didn't really have too much. You didn't want to watch, start watching Christmas horror like super early in November. So he wanted to create a slasher movie or horror movie for uh, November. And I think that this is his love letter. I feel like this is his love letter to horror. And it absolutely is going to be on so many horror nerds, like yearly watch list of November. It's definitely going on mine. I'm buying Mm -hmm. the fucking Blu-ray day one. Like, yes, sir. There's so much I liked about this movie. I mean, I, and like, we'll, we'll critique it as well. Like, but I'll be honest, like critiques, I maybe have like one or two. Like yeah. I fucking loved this movie. And like I loved it from everything about it. Like I loved the the theme of it. I loved how like light it was kind of lighthearted but also like but the characters themselves took it seriously and that's yes. what really matters to me. Even if the man is trying to cook people like fucking turkeys, I want the people in the movie to treat that seriously. I can laugh at it as a as a viewer, but yes. I don't want the people in the movie theater to be like cracking jokes like, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. that was a real foul move you got there, buddy. Like, <laughs> Yes, and I, I feel like the casting was so spot on. Like, I was nervous because I'm like, oh, I don't really, because I, I heard a lot of talk about Addison Ray, and I... Disclaimer, I have no idea who she is. I know that she's like a big uh, personality. Like a, maybe she's a... At this stage of the podcast, we would like to announce we're old. Uh, <laughs> yes, we are. Because <laughs> I don't know who that is. I, the only person I knew in this movie was Patrick Dempsey and Gina yep. Gershon. And spoiler alert, she ain't in it long. <laughs> oh, is she... Who's Gina? Wait, was she the one from... Showgirls? Nope. Okay. Never mind. I thought it was the chick from... Um, She's in a shit ton of stuff, but son-in-law. 
Not her. No. Okay. Okay. Well, never mind. I'm old and I'm unknowledge. But anyway, <laughs> I I didn't. I was like nervous because, okay. And I'm gonna bring other elements into this just as a comparison. But like, we get a new screen movie. We get a new cast of like new fresh faces, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of people enjoyed it. Some people didn't. And I feel like with this one, it was just effortless. Like they casted everyone perfectly. Like I felt each person who was who they were supposed to be. Yeah, I, I think it was the casting was great on X. And I'll even give credit here. I love Eli Roth because Eli Roth is he's one of us. Yes. Like the main character, I was like the main actress. I was like, she is phenomenal. I and loved I was, her. And I and like I am beat her because I'm like, mm-hmm. what else has she been in? This is like her fourth thing she's ever been in. He's not afraid. Like this is the person. He's not afraid to go. Like this is the person. Nobody knows who she is. Yep. Like, but this is the person like I can tell this is who I want and I don't give a shit. Like if the studio wants me to cast fucking Jenna Jenna Ortega, Ortega. (laughs) like uh, I'm casting, you know, and not to pick on Jenna on just her, but you know what I mean? Like, like, Oh, Mandy Moore needs to be in this movie. Like, no, he's like this girl who nobody knows of, but they're going to fucking know her after this movie. And I immediately was like, I'm going to follow you and I will be following (laughs) you. And well, let's see what your next movie is. Yes. I loved her. I thought she was great. I thought she was great as like the main, I, and I didn't know where she was going to be. I didn't know if it was going to be like a whole story on her, or if she was just going to be like the, the focal point for like a little bit. Like, I didn't know if it was going to shift, but I'm so happy that we got her because no. I thought, because I thought Addison Ray was going to be the lead from what everyone was talking. Cause she's like the well-known in it. So I was like, Oh, well she's going to be the lead. And then to my, utter delight she was not and i'm not saying i'm not saying she was bad addison ray because she did good as like a supporting friend in the movie but i just didn't feel like she exuded the energy of the one girl can i tell you who i think was unbelievable in the movie and i want to see in like so many more movies who her dad the main character's dad loved loved him hated him but loved him, hated him, loved him. He was so creepy. He had the mustache, and he's yes. such a shit. And then by the end of the movie, I'm actually like, I like again. He's not just the the evil businessman twiddling his fucking mustache. By the end of the movie, you know, he's crying and like telling his daughter to run despite yeah. the fact he's gonna die. And I'm like, fucking yes, this is how you need to treat movies. <laughs> I because that okay. So that's one thing I will bring up because I don't want to. I don't want to like jump too far ahead but i don't want to wait because it's fresh in my mind i love how this movie had humor gore the element of surprise and also it changed in those moments so he eli roth curated it so so perfectly because it went from like like a a kill scene that you're kind of like you want to laugh at it and then you're like oh like like uh, uh julia scuba's girlfriend Yes. Not to jump, but like that whole sequence of the corn shucks in the ear and you're just like, oh, and like everyone in the theater like was just like, oh, making some noises and, you know, Roz is looking at me and I'm like, Jesus Christ. And then when it went to the the saw part and that starts to happen and you're kind of like not thinking it's comedic, but you're like, oh shit. And then it's, it's a weird way to die. But then when scuba grabbed her and was like, what do what I do? Oh, that's he... such a good actor. Cause that's like, a, I feel like a real reaction. Yes. And like watching him, it made me feel so bad. Cause he's just like, 
what do I do? Is she okay? And I'm like, yeah, dude, yeah, yeah, her, yeah. her Jessica. What, what do I do? What as if like he's like she's gonna give some answer of like oh just sew her back up like yeah her like guts she, are on the floor like she was on the table yeah. and like there's hamburger guts but like she, you know what I mean like and I know it's but having that like moment of what 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 would you do in that situation like it's so it's so shitty and then the the tricky part and then when he carved the wife and he the dad's like puking oh yeah I was just like. It's not funny, but then you're you're kind of like, oh shit. And then you see how how like serious everyone is, and you're like, oh my god, like it's so great. A hundred percent. I'm with you. He balanced it great here. Yeah. Um, and like I don't okay, let's go to the let's go to the beginning. Yes, like, I'm sorry, I just had to say that because I would have forgot. We're, we're gonna bounce all over the place. We're so excited. Like, like, mm-hmm. but I, I love like, just okay. I love this on so many levels. Again, Mm -hmm. I said earlier in the podcast, I work and have worked in some fashion, either in or around retail pretty much my whole life. And so I might surprise you fucking hate black Friday. (laughs) (laughs) So like, and I'm kind of an anti-capitalist. I'll let Mm -hmm. you know that right now. So like, I don't give a fuck about money and all that shit, but I love the, 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 there, there's a pretty large anti-capitalist message in this movie and it ain't fucking subtle. And I love it. I loved it too. And cause I, I work retail. I used to work retail and I used to get pissed off because when we did family holiday experiences, when it was like a whole bunch of people coming over, I remember one Thanksgiving, they had the black Friday sales like that day. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's such bullshit that a you have people that are working on a fucking holiday. You're 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 making like whatever off off this bullshit. And then the people, some of the people that came over were like, well, we have to. They ate and left. I'm like, fuck you, don't come back. Like, hang out with your fucking family. Who gives a shit about saving like twenty bucks on something? Like, spending time with your family should matter more than a hundred percent that. And I hate that it. I mean, like again, I'm not. The- talking when we're not going to be like super political here or whatever but like not that this should be political but whatever but like i hate the fact that like it took a worldwide plague Mm -hmm. to have retailers go all right no more thanksgiving open we're not open because then that happened now like target walmart all the fucking big ones are all closed now yeah good um and then made all the smaller ones uh also followed along which i'm like it took like Literally, I mean, think about the message of this movie, which the movie opens with, like, again, just a a riot with people getting stomped to death uh, and and ran over, like, over it. Like, it it took literally people dying in reality to have that stop. And even in this reality, I'm like, they were like, well you know we we got more security now yeah <laughs> we're equipped for it now like maybe two people will die instead of like the four that did so yeah. that's good right like yeah but that scene was like hilariously done but then when chaos started happening you're just like oh fuck and like i felt for the security dude under the glass yep, yep. and they're when they're no, like I- oh <laughs> shit he's still alive and you see him just sitting there crying i was like oh my god the poor guy like oh it's such a good oh like that and and going back to what you said about it's like this scream for for us the 100%. closest we'll get to scream finally a horror movie opening that has a scene that you're just like oh my god and it builds and it builds and then quickly goes to like the title card in the most amazing way cuz remember how like scream started oh. Yeah, with with Casey's guts hanging out of her fucking uh, her belly while she's hanging. Yeah, 
Yeah, so Jada Pinkett getting stabbed and then, you know, Scream 2 coming up on the screen, like so intense. Like I just, it brought me back to that feeling and I loved it. I loved it too. And also like, again, now granted, only if you're, you know, or someone who pays attention to like actors in Hollywood, Mm -hmm. this kind of had a very Scream-esque moment because one of the two most famous people in the movie was Gina Gershon, who's most Mm -hmm. famous from Showgirls. And she's been in a ton of shit. I actually just remembered she was in fucking Face Off. I just watched it the other day. Oh. (laughs) Um, She's possibly Nick Cage's sister who he may or may not be fucking. I don't really know how that relationship worked. Um, (laughs) Ew. But but, uh, um, he, but yeah, she is one of the more famous people in the movie. And again, spoiler alert, she gets taken out. And like, and I liked how quick it was. You know, there wasn't like with the the security guard, you kind of feel like that, like, like that moment where you're like, oh no, because he's, you slowly are watching him die as he's just Mm -hmm. getting stepped on. But with her, it was just that one angry bitch just slammed her with a cart and ripped her fucking scalp off i was like holy shit and it was so like because that would that would fucking hurt like let's be real like that would be the worst thing to ever happen but then how the bitch was like and she like rolled off i was like oh my god but and another thing i have to say about this whole movie i did not know who the killer was the whole time until we got to like because I, I don't think I was hyper-focused on it because I'm like, I want to be surprised on on the killer. And they did a really good job of not dropping too many hints. I will say that, and we'll, I guess we'll save the reveal at the end just to, mm-hmm. or when we get to that naturally. Yeah. I was playing along with it like, uh, like I do whenever I watch like a scream or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, they did a great job of placing lots of red herrings as this type of movie should. So that you're mm. like, well, maybe it's them, maybe it's them. I will say that the reveal wasn't as wasn't as surprising because of who it was. <laughs> like, uh, you know, I feel that because, and I will yeah, say, let's just say, let's say we're doing spoilers because otherwise we're going to be tiptoeing around it the whole time. So. To be fair, though, so we, we were like, like whispering because I'm like, I think it's VIP guy because of like things that were said. And I was like starting to pay attention because I knew it was coming towards the end. And I'm like, I think it's that guy. And I was also paying attention to height because, of course, I'm a fucking asshole when it comes to stuff like that. So I'm like, I don't think it could be a girl because the, the John Carver is pretty tall. You know what I mean? I'm like, pretty I don't strong, know. too. Yeah, pretty strong. And I'm not discrediting females because you know there are females let's be female clear killers. what you're referencing you're referencing what's her fucking uh and her what's her nuts from uh um uh five and six five screen five, five. oh five and six. And yeah i forgot the the redhead yeah yes because the, when i was watching it last night i'm like there's no fucking way she took out gail's boyfriend threw him through the fucking thing and like there's no way and i i kept doing that last night because i'm like that's that's supposed to be ethan whatever so I, I I I felt something in the beginning scene when her scalp went bye bye, mm-hmm. and it did zoom in on him and not um, the husband. Yes, and I was just like, for what? I mean, I, I didn't I didn't really think anything of it then so much, but I was just like, for why did that happen? You know yeah. what I mean? Because I thought that was kind of weird. And I did the same at, at the at the beginning. I just was it but half about halfway through the movie i start trying to figure it out mm-hmm. and there's great there are great red herrings so that it can oh, yes. keep you guessing yes can we say it now yes the, the reason that it, i think it becomes 
it's a little bit of a letdown as far as who the killer is, mm-hmm. depending on how you look at it. Right. Uh, for me, it was just kind of like, I wasn't like, oh, bum, the movie sucks. I was just like, oh, well, I'm like, it's like if you cast a movie with Brad Pitt and then made Brad Pitt the killer. Like, the most famous guy in the movie is the killer. <laughs> like, it's exactly. Patrick Dempsey, yeah. But then, okay, so yes, but then the redeeming quality was the explanation of what it was made going sense. on. It did make sense. And then it gave that salty pepper flavoring of Scream where there's a backstory to it that has some layers because mm-hmm. she was fucking pregnant. Yep. And she was going to leave her husband. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That- and he's like, you took my family away. Yes. So I was like, okay, I like that because it's, it's believable. And I, I liked it. I wasn't upset with it. I wasn't mad because there were times with killer reveals that I would, I mean, and I won't go into it, but I'm like, what the fuck? Cause I just think it's ridiculous. This one, not so much, but, I, but again, I think there was like a slight twinge of not disappointment, but just being like, okay, well, he was the biggest star of the whole It was movie. kind of the obvious one, you know, yeah. but I don't, I was, again, I wasn't upset with it. I think it, I personally would have liked them to have those tangential connections yes. and had it be one of those like newer character, like not newer character, all new characters, but like an actor that I have never seen before, but yes. who was in the movie, you know, like, like, you know, the, 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 the new boyfriend, Bobby would have been a great fucking connection. Cause Bobby is, was mysterious, you know, for a year. Can I say who I also loved in the movie? And I'm like, I feel like in the script, he was a bigger character and they cut him down. I loved the rocker dude who like was selling yes. all the kids beer and shit. Yes. <laughs> and I thought it was him when, okay. So my, my three that I had in mind were, was the, 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 the boyfriend that got the football tickets. The new one after yeah. he was he was ghosted, then I was like, "There's they're they're focusing too much on him, like ghosting her, and like the whole boyfriend thing's been done." So I'm like, "I don't think it'd be that obvious." But then I kept going back to scream. I'm like, "Well, it was right in front of our faces the whole time." Yeah. Then I when he said something about VIP. Oh, when they the kid brought the ropes upstairs into the party, and he's like, you know, something about VIP. When they did the dinner scene, John Carver was walking around, and he said something about you're the VIP. Yeah, I was, and I, I put the height in, and I'm like, it's him. I looked at Roz, I'm like, it's him, and she's like, uh-uh, uh-uh. like she didn't think it was him, but I totally thought it was him. And see, and here's the part that I thought, which it's it was, but like when he out of nowhere comes up and he's like, you know, hey Jessica, uh, this is a ring. Uh, it was my dad's from Iraq, and then it like shows him right next to his dad, and I was like, well, maybe it's a twofer, maybe you know, it's it's yes. a it's a dad and and him. But then the reveal of that is awesome because you're like, yay, the, the the scummy dude is actually got a heart of gold. Yes, <laughs> you're like rooting for him. Exactly, I loved him when he, when, was- when she pops that ring. Part of me was like, oh, thank God it's not him. Okay, like yes. <laughs> yes. And then I loved his line when he was talking to the kids about Black Sabbath, and the kids like, who's Black Sabbath? He's like, get the fuck out of here. Oh. <laughs> I laughed it so hard at that part because I was in the theater and again I was I saw it on like a uh, it was like a Sunday after no Monday afternoon and yeah. uh, there was only like nine people in the theater but like that's still good the, for a Monday I feel like yeah, yeah it was decent yeah. but like the the age demographic was there was like two people in my age range and uh, a couple, quite a few younger people yeah. and that that reaction you could tell there was like two people like and me who kind of like really got a reaction out of that and I could feel like the other like four or five people were like. What the fuck does any of that mean? And it's like, oh well, then that's 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 why you don't get it. Yeah, Greg and I were like cracking up, and Roz was just kind of sitting there, like, eh. he came in as a little demon elf, James, <laughs> Ronnie James Dio. I love that. Yeah, as that whole conversation was great. 
Yeah. But Which, if they make a sequel, I want him to be a big... He should be the fucking uh, uh, Jamie Kennedy of this franchise, if it's a franchise. But, okay, and that I cannot wait to talk about that later, because, I mean, I could just say it now. I feel like this could be such a solid standalone. I think that if he just left it, and we didn't get anything else from it, I would be... I think he so, will. I know. And I think I think it's going to happen too. But like, no, no, I, I think he will. I think he will leave it alone. Oh, okay. Yes. Because I was going to say money talks and they'll want to do something with it. And I'm hoping that it doesn't go out of his hands to like another person. Like what they, like what they did to Cabin Fever. Yes. Because yeah. that would be horrendously horrible. But this is a film that I can proudly say I'd be happy with this. That's it. Yeah, and, and we'll and again at the end yes. we'll we'll get to it because I I have thoughts on both ways where I'm like yep, but also I might be greedy. Yes, it might be greedy. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, let's get let's let's get back into it. Just some of the the great scenes we have. What about like the first like killer kill? Because the opening kills in this movie I've are not um a uh well I guess they are malicious but they're not a serial killer. So yeah, just um, accidental. Yeah, the opening kill, which also this is a great thing I like that this movie did. Like you said, it it even though it is the obvious killer, mm -hmm. every single person he gets makes sense. Yes. It's not like, you know, like in in the scream some of the scream movies like when he kills like Sarah when they kill Sarah Michelle Geller and I'm like, "Why? Why? why? Like why are you going after this person? It doesn't make any sense. You you they did nothing to you." Every person, whether and big or small, like whether or not but like this person, you can see how they perceive how you you can perceive that Patrick Dempsey can has a reason to hate this fucking person. Absolutely, and I love that because th it says something about like a like someone who does s stuff like 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 Art the Clown that's not explained yet. That's scary. I mean, and it, even if like a realistic stance of someone just killing so like Michael Myers just killing to kill. Let's say like in the first one, you have no idea. That's fucking terrifying. But when you have like revenge planned and you you have it thought out and you know how it's going to be executed i think that's great i loved yeah. it i loved it too and a go another good thing i'll say is he, again every kill made sense because once you know who the killer is it would have been really easy and 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 he could have squeezed an extra kill out of it by killing yeah. the gina gershon's husband but yes technically gina gershon's husband never did anything to him or her he never hurt her he never did anything wrong he yeah. honestly is probably the person he can relate to the most <laughs> like and i love that and i'm glad that you said that because he like they she planned on leaving him it wasn't like any like he did anything to hurt her it was just wasn't a thing and that's believable there isn't this like backstory to a backstory that doesn't make any sense that has like a little bit of a connection to what's happening you know what i mean like a little bit of what's happening it, it made it's something that happens all the time 100%. but the first kill i loved it because it was that cat and mouse and you're like you think it's gonna happen one way and you get the cheek grip oh which i was just like i feel like every kill in this movie again i was grabbing whatever part that was and at the end i was like oh yeah it's fucking awesome because <laughs> it was just so cool like loved it I, I'm with you. Like, everything was was great, and, and the way it finally happens, because yes, you get the cheek rip, you get the the running. Uh, but when she is climbing in that fucking dumpster, <laughs> and that thing just slams down, 
totally unbelievable. It, yep. But it just chops her right in half. Oh my god! I, <laughs> and I felt kind of weird. Again, theater of nine people. I was yep. the only. I was the only one who laughed out loud. I was like, ah, "This is great." <laughs> I was doing the same, but other people were doing it. And Greg's just looking at because I I was looking over at him, and he's like, "Yeah." And Roz is just like, "Oh my god!" And she like <laughs> loved it too. And then when she's propped up on the the sign, the sign on the star, and it's just her bottom. I was like, "Fuck yes, it's great." Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, going, I mean, skipping ahead a bit, but like once he takes the head of the next victim, and like you realize what he's doing, I was like, "You show her, you show her on sitting at that fucking table," and then they showed it. I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> I know." I was so excited, and then. Okay, so uh, I don't know. Like, I I liked the whole. Um, uh, I don't even. Okay, I, I'm going way off track. I was going to talk about like the the whole Plymouth thing, but let's so go, then let's go off track. Who cares? Let's, let's, I'm having a blast. I I so it, it's just I don't know. Like, it just fits so perfectly because I don't know. It's just it's it's. I don't know. We'll go to the we'll go to the next kill because I feel like I kind of like lost that train of thought on on that one. But well, the next kill might genuinely be my favorite just because of what happens afterwards. Um, so Eli is a huge animal lover. If you don't yes. know this, uh, yeah. and I I don't know. I'm not going to put words in his mouth, but I thought I read a quote. I thought I saw a quote that he said that going forward he's not killing animals in his movies anymore. I may be making that up because I have a man crush on him. <laughs> But he's amazing. Like you just yeah. know that he's a good fucking dude. Yeah, I mean, some fucking people are. are well, I don't want to get into it. There's people on two different sides of an issue that has nothing to do with the fucking movie that are boycotting it for <clears> different <throat> reasons, and it pisses me off. Um, okay, but Eli Rob, never mind. He's he, like he's Jewish. Like I can't, I I can't like that whole thing because people are like boycott Thanksgiving. For what? Like, understandably, it's okay. I, I hate just, it. I do too, because I understand. Like, I am okay. Genocide and unaliving children is not fucking okay. Like, nothing is okay about any of that, right? Nobody's saying it is. And 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 the thing is, is to take it out on on a movie that had nothing to do with it. This movie was done before any comments or anything was said. So then you want to take it out and I understand, I get it. Like not giving the money to spyglass. I understand, but Eli Roth has done nothing. I just find, yeah, I'm with it. And I just find it to just to be stupid regardless. Like, I don't know. Like I, it, it's a thing. I will not, I will not pretend to understand what's going on over there. And I do not, will not ever pretend to understand. And that's fine. And yeah. I under, I will not understand why people are upset. I, I will not pretend to understand why people are upset, but I can get it. I can understand. I can get that. You know what I'm saying? Is like, I, I get that. I don't I get it. Mm -hmm. But my thought on it is, doesn't it seem ridiculous when two different sides of the same argument are mad at the same thing? When yeah. I'm like, when one group is like, I like boycott Thanksgiving because spyglass or spyware made it or whatever. Cause they, yeah. they said bad stuff about side X. And then the other side is saying, well, boycott Eli Roth and Thanksgiving because he said side X about side X. And I'm like, how about just <laughs> shut the fuck up? How, and, and maybe you don't have to make a Twitter post about it. Just don't go see it. How about just, just shut the fuck up. It's a movie about stupid Thanksgiving. Do you think he had a political agenda behind it? Oh, I don't know. 
Exactly, but also too, like, and I'm gonna just say this, and I know that it can be somewhat like taboo, but I'm just I'm just saying facts and I'm not comparing at all because what's happening, like you said, like I I can't fully grasp it and I I just it's not like I'm putting it out of sight. I understand the severity of it and I understand that there's like a lot of division and it's just fucking horrible, but like there are producers, movie companies, actors that are not good people. And there's shit, there's shit that we don't see. There's shit that we don't hear. You know what I'm saying? So like, if we want to boycott things that are bad, you, you wouldn't have any fucking source of entertainment because think of all the shit that's done in private. Do you know what I mean? I'm not trying to compare it to, no, to I that, but like, I, I just think that it's a little bit much to, to, I just think it's a little bit much. Yeah. And the, the, the the people who are getting in trouble and penalized for literally just speaking their opinion is far. I think what you're saying is it that should be should not be punished while when there's probably things that are being done behind the scenes by actual more powerful people um, in the industry, um, your Harvey Weinstein's and whatnot uh, that probably deserve your actual if you want to be you know try and cancel if you want to boycott something yeah. exactly then try boycotting them but like i don't know i just i think freedom of speech is an absolute must and i don't think that that's fair and we have other um actors that are saying things too that are just absolutely horrible and there's nothing happening to them they, they're just being watched they have eyes on them so how is that fucking fair how is that fair at all and they're both huge franchises they're both actors and it shouldn't be a matter of like she's a she's a she and a woman of of, of she's like you know uh, she's mexican do you know what i'm trying like it's just it, it, it all just at a certain point just feels really stupid because it does it's not going to make a difference whether you go see the fucking movie or you don't or it's successful or not i'm going to be honest with you let's be real it's not going to yeah. make a difference enjoy the fucking shit that you like we're all on this planet for far too too few days mm -hmm. enjoy the shit that you like yeah. and if you want to contribute to uh humanitarian efforts of either side or whatever go do that in your own time don't try and fucking uh yuck everyone else's yum because you want to fucking feel high and mighty that's and don't I mean. don't penalize people for wanting to have escapism and want to have entertainment and go see a fun movie like this and then have it have all tie back to this like you're a bad person if you do this if you go see thanksgiving i'm not gonna follow you like okay then don't follow me because whatever yeah i don't I give just, a shit then i don't i was i was so angry when all this was happening and like people, you know, saying, oh, you should sell your ticket. I'm not fucking selling my ticket. I'm going to this movie because I've been looking forward to it for fucking six. Like you said, 16 years. I've been looking forward to this movie. I'm going to see it yeah. and I'm probably going to give my money and actually buy physical media because it's so goddamn good. I'm 100 percent. I That will be a pre-order day one. Yes. Eli, you done did good, and 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 you're you you're one of my boys, and and you and Statham has stated on this are on the man crush list. <laughs> you my boy. Welcome to the big leagues, buddy. But I did hear <laughs> so going off on, and sorry for that tangent. We'll probably cut some of that because I ah, leave it all in. Fuck them. I I just can't. But I did Not hear when that, I say fuck them. I mean anyone who's going to be offended by the fact that we're just like, please enjoy what you like and mm -hmm. don't cancel people for their opinions. If you don't if you don't like that then don't listen and go fuck yourself. I think exactly. And, and if you think yeah. that we're like people that have like 
any sort of whatever in us and 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 like we don't just just don't just do us a favor and don't listen to us anyway because we don't need that negativity in our fucking life but anyway i did hear about him saying that he didn't want to kill animals and i love that and i loved i loved how he's like where is he and the cat's just like on the thing staring at him and then oh, he gets it's great i love it and then he pats him and he feeds him that was the part that I love just because, again, we, we always talk about it. my least favorite thing in a, in a horror movie. My least favorite trope is that, that when the animal dies. Mm -hmm. And I love that the, the cat sort of is an accomplice to John Carver. Uh, <laughs> I know, because he knew. The dude's packing. And and if you don't know what we're talking about, and he's like, the, 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 the guy who's the security guard who's being stalked mm -hmm. realizes that he's being stalked. And he's like, you know, hey, cat, whatever the cat's name was, he's like. Where, Where is, is he? And the cat like <laughs> the cat like looks into the kitchen and immediately he's like, oh, okay. And he starts to like walk towards the kitchen and then he just gets fucking murked. <laughs> it's uh, awesome. And that kill was so cool. Yeah, I so love that one. But then the best part is as he's walking away with the fucking owner's head in a bag, <laughs> uh, the cat meows and is standing next to the food bowl. And then it just cuts. I love a good, just not like just, just a cut to him. Yep. Pouring food in the bowl and just scratching it on its head and then walking away. <laughs> I and I loved it that it was on the ground view. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just I loved everything about just it. You see like his boots and his glove. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Roz, she was like, oh, when she saw the cat, I'm like, honey, Eli Roth would not do that. Eli Roth would not kill the cat in Thanksgiving. Like you have nothing to worry about. And then when the scene ended, she's like, Oh god, I'm like, I told you. Yeah. <laughs> Eli's the man. <laughs> yeah. And sort of goes back to the thing is this killer is only killing the people that have any connections to who he perceived has wronged him, yeah. which is a thing that a lot of slashers oftentimes kind of fuck up. Even the really good ones where like, there's just like a random or one or two randos that just kind of mm -hmm. like, Oh, you're here. I'll just get you here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> While you're here, I might as well just get you here. You know, all right. But it just shows how much thought goes into like his thought process on this movie and all the, the check like the boxes that he checked and the shit that people pay attention to. There's some people that, you know, are super serious watching the movies and some that like to have fun. I love that he he placates to both. hundred percent. Yes. Um okay, so can we get to where they're in the school? Because that I believe is the next scene, if I'm correct. Yeah. Uh where they're at the school. And I like this because I was like, well, you know, the movie's been going on for about like half an hour yet. And I'm like, it doesn't seem like he has any inclination to john carver to really get with the main group of kids yeah and then he grabs two of them right off the bat <laughs> like, and it's such a good chasing it very very reminiscent of like scream a scream two. yep a scream scream two vibe and i because there was oh real quick though because I, I did want to touch on like the nods that i felt like throughout the movie the one before the scene when they were at the diner and the girl looks out the window and there's the dude standing there with the John Carver mask. Yep. And she's staring at him and then she looks away and it's the, the shot of her from outside. And then she looks back and he's gone. Very Halloween. Very yep. Michael Myers. Very Michael Myers in the sheets. Yep. Love that. Love yes. that very much. Um, but back to school. So then he gets two. I, I, I love the scene. He, so you don't really see what happens. He just grabs the other two and then she's trying to find them. And I granted, I will be honest. I took all the home ec classes I could because I wanted to be by all the girls. I never <laughs> took a home home ec class where they did like hair designs. Like they taught you to be a, a 
hairstylist, but whatever. I did like the, the what he did with it. I love her hiding like Looney yes. Tunes, like Looney. That's straight up what would happen like in a Looney Tunes cartoon, you know? Like totally. it was good. I liked it. A great. I thought it was such a good chasing because I was I'm I was hoping we would get really good chasings because I'm a sucker for chasings oh, and slashers. Absolutely. I, I thought it was it was great. Um, and then we do get a a, a, a school kill scene, which was. This this is what I'm very happy about when I saw this scene because mm-hmm. you know up until this part I'm like well the trailer that we saw now granted you can't use the same actors because well, you're gonna have to you know you have to explain a twenty year almost twenty year fucking <laughs> age difference they you, like, they looked youthful before but they definitely aren't using their ole <laughs> yeah so I was like well this hasn't up until this point I'm like this hasn't really tied back to the trailer that we saw at all mm-hmm. and then we get the girl on the trampoline and I was like, all right, I'm fucking yes. back in. Like he yes. tied it back in. He did it. And then he tied a lot more back in when we got to the parade. But Oh fuck. Yeah. And I love how we didn't get like boobs. Love how we got like a little butt shot. Cause I was just, you were worried about you're bringing a kid. I get you. So yeah, but like butt cheeks there. I mean, even boobs for her. They're not like, I mean, she laughed you know, the butt cheeks in the trailer. So exactly. So when she saw that, she was like, Oh, I'm like, oh God, here we go. But I love how it wasn't what you expected was going to happen in the transition of the trampoline. Because I thought she was going to get the, the knife to the visit Vajayji. Which I believe, I haven't watched the fake trailer in a while, but I believe that's what happens in the fake trailer. But It, uh, it does, and I was like, oh God, if they do do it, cool. Because that would be cool. Because that's like, I mean, you don't see like a lot of vagina deaths, but. I, I can think of one, uh, two. I can think of two. I can think the other of one. one? Uh, the, the I know curl- the one that well, you the, the art and mm-hmm. then uh, the curling iron in uh, sleepaway camp. Oh, yeah, which I think doesn't technically kill her because she comes back in a fan movie or some shit that is now canon, but yeah, I, I believe it killed her in the first movie. <laughs> Damn, I forgot about that one, and that one is painful. That would yeah. not be fun, but I like how he kind of just made it more realistic i mean because you're on the trampoline you get fucking sliced in the leg then you're gonna fall over and you're just gonna get i like the the concept of her just bouncing like basically the knife just staying position where it is and she's just bouncing on it yes and then also they have to keep her somewhat alive for the end of the movie because she does Mm -hmm. come back which i'll be honest with you when i when she pops up in the fridge we'll just say it when she pops up in the fridge I didn't realize who it was because I, I literally in my mind, I was like, I was like, who the fuck is this bitch? I was like, like, did he get a rando? Like, <laughs> I thought it was, you know, I, but I couldn't, I knew it wasn't because of how severe Julia's death was, but because of the blonde, I'm like, wait a second. She can't be. And then I realized who it was and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. But that whole sequence was awesome. I loved, I, th- I thought all the kills in this movie were pretty top notch. I would agree. And they all felt different like it's you know at a certain point sometimes like you know and i hate to keep saying scream 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 but i mean like this movie is so much like scream yes like in a great way uh you know at certain points a lot of times the scream movies just just stabby stab stab and that's it you know you don't really get creative with the way that they kill and I think with this being a themed holiday movie, it's just he went for it. And he, every every kill, he was going to give you something goofier or weird or funny or just over the top. And it, it was so, so much fun. I loved, like, there's not a kill in this movie that I'm like, oh, you could have done more with it. Like, you got no. everything you could out of it. I don't think he was like, it was too little or too much. I think it was just each one was perfectly 
crafted. And I think we're coming up to like what would arguably be my favorite kill like sequence. The Julia and her dad. Oh no no um, it'll be after that. I forgot. Oh, that that let's, let's, oh I don't. I it's I've only seen the movie once, so I mean was I'm going off parade, memory here. Was the parade before Julia parade? or was? It the parades at the very, the like that's what sets up. Oh the yes, yes, at the, at the, the end. Movie. Yes, yes, yes. But Julia's scene was it was pretty. The dad was cracking me up with his accent. We're going to Florida. Yeah, oh, I, <laughs> I, like, I love. Okay, I love that. Like, I kept waiting for them to be like because I felt like they were implying that like he was in the Russian mob or something. I kept waiting for like that to come in. Cause like they were heavily seemed like they were implying it, you know? Oh yeah. Like, like just, and then like the dad, you know, just being weird. He had like a bodyguard and I will say, I, okay. So I guess technically he does get John Carver, gets some randos, but it's only to get to his actual kill. And the ones he gets that are randos, it's like, Oh, I'm not going to, I don't even, need, I'm not going to torture you. Just bang, bang, yeah. you know, you're dead. When he pulled out the gun, I was like, Oh shit. Everyone's going to flip out because there's a slasher with a gun. What do you think about the? Because I kept thinking there, and I it was a red herring. It had to be. I kept waiting for something to be in her contact lens. Yes, yes. And I was like, oh, I started flinching. I'm like, something. I kept gonna thinking happen. it was gonna like put acid in it or something because they they made it like twice where she's like about to put it in her eye, and I'm like, something's gonna be fucked up with that contact lens. I was waiting to jump. I'm like sitting there because I had my beer too. Because I don't know about like I don't like to cover my eyes when I'm in a movie theater because I don't look like a pussy. <laughs> I don't want to do it. But at home, I'm like, hold on. What? But I'm holding my beer and I will keep it in the cup holder because I'm afraid I'm going to be like, and it's going to go everywhere. But that part, I put everything down and I just sat there. I was like, oh shit, something's going to happen. So I'll say I, I love, it's not my favorite. I know what my favorite kill is, but yes. I, I wonder if it's, I think it might be the same because I feel like we're getting to it. Uh it's um, but I will say I like this one because it came out of no, cause the whole time I'm like, it's gotta be something with the eye. It's gotta be something with the eye. Gotta be something with the eye. And then like, Oh no, you know, he's going to shoot, but miss. Cause he's, they're doing the whole, like, I got you here. And then like within like one and a half seconds, it's like the saws on boom, she's on the table. And then just, you know, shit's just spraying everywhere. And I was <laughs> so like, oh. but the, the ear, the, the corn, oh yeah, that like, and then I love how the sound went to like when you can't hear shit. Like I really like that. It was creative. I love that. And I just just imagining that pain. And obviously you wouldn't die from it, but just having to like crawl with that shit happening. I was like, oh my God. And then that whole the the, the guts, it was done so well. And the spraying when they're just like that, that's where I thought it was gonna be funny because they're just standing there and also the blood spurts up and they're like, oh. And then when Scuba actually grabs her and then he's like, what do I do? I was like, oh my God, this is heartbreaking. <laughs> like I was, I felt super bad. Yeah. They, they were able to center that scene really well after kind of, I think up until that point, um, mm -hmm. maybe the dumpster desk more crazy, but like, yeah. uh, but like um, a pretty over the top scene, they were able to really center it again with, with his, with Scuba's really good. That actor did really good with that, with that reaction. I loved him. Like I found myself, I was like, I hope he doesn't die, and I hope he's not the killer. I didn't think that he was the killer. Um, and, of course, I thought that he was definitely going to get something from the situation, but I'm happy that. And that's one of the things, I mean, I'll bring up towards the end of this movie, or we'll bring it up now. I 
I like, I get it. Like there's the trope of the final girl and, you know, maybe you might get the final girl and a final guy together. Yeah. I kind of like when there's a few survivors, you know, cause a, I, I feel like it's maybe a little more realistic. Uh, yeah. B it gives you, you can invest in these side characters a little bit. Otherwise you're just like, okay, they're all fucking fodder. And you know, what's the yeah, point? Exactly. And if you are going to build a franchise, I have now characters that I will like in the future ones and I will care about as they continue to get knocked off. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, you know, one thing I loved about it too, was yes, that there was multiple like love interests in the movie, but it wasn't like hyper-focused on that. Like it stayed to, it stayed true to what was going on. We didn't have to have this like story of who's actively her boyfriend, who's not, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't like a, a focus thing on it. And I really, I, I like that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, because again, I outside of the obvious choice, which it ended up being, mm -hmm. I though was like, I'm like, all right, Mike, it's got to be Bobby or I think Ryan was his name. I'm like, it's got to be one of those two because I mean, yeah. like, obviously. And then like, be, be perfectly honest, Ryan, the the new boyfriend, at a certain point, he he kind of just goes away, and never comes back. He's yeah. like, <laughs> yes, and that's the thing too that threw me off because I'm like, okay, I've seen this done with six with ethan because mm -hmm. he kind of just like trailed off but then he's like oh, i have an alibi and you didn't think anything of it so i'm thinking is he pulling our leg here and is he a, a suspect but i still didn't feel like super invested that it was him yeah and even and, when he was gone but I, I mean i think the whole reason for scream six to have ethan and i think for um this movie to have i think his name was ryan mm -hmm. is to give you that part in your brain where it's like well a very you know it might be it's that's a strong possibility yeah but once that possibility goes out the window his character's kind of irrelevant at that point he was and i i thought that maybe at least he would die or something that's what I, you know, like him. he'd have like the the, the 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 scene um you know where oh well actually he's a great guy and he tried to help and you know blah 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 eh, no he literally never comes back <laughs> I, know, I was like i was shocked but i, I think it's a breath of fresh air because it's not your normal tropes that you get in a horror movie. You know what I mean? Like he, it, it wasn't like following the repetitive standard of what has been done. Like he kind of just did his own thing. And I like that. I like that it was different because it really, still worked. If you think of it in a, in a reality in like a truest sense here, there really isn't much of a love story in this movie. Once the mm -hmm. movie, I mean, at the beginning of the movie, yes. Cause she is clearly in love with Bobby. Yes. But once the movie picks up, she's, she kind of likes Ryan and, she obviously still cares for Bobby, but once the movie really starts going, there's never like a, a scene where like, you know, she's like, Oh, I still love you, Bobby. Or like, blah, blah, yes. blah. it's pretty much like, no, I want to survive and I want you all to survive, but I'm not fucking anybody here in the immediate future. <laughs> yes. And I love that because it's the matter at hand. It's like, yeah. <laughs> she's no, no fucks. Like she doesn't fuck around. And it was survival mode. And I love that because it, you oh. didn't have to have, you didn't have to have like a love interest. You didn't have to have that. What Ryan did show up at the end of the movie. I'm sorry. During her little uh, Friday the 13th moment, he is sleeping in the bed, but yes. whatever. <laughs> you know, whatever. But that's, but that's, I think that that's okay because it's, it's still, it, it, it didn't have, it didn't overpower and it still had a great ending. And then you had that moment where you're like, okay, okay. I, I mean, we'll, we'll get into it. Yeah, and, and granted, everything's been resolved at that point. I mean, I guess now is an okay time to have sex. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes. But still, I mean, like, after something like that, I don't know. I would still go against the rules, and I still would be 
creeped out at anything that opened or and we don't know how long it's been since you know thanksgiving day i presume i don't really know if it happened i I assume it happened on thanksgiving day but i I don't i know i hate like i hate saying stuff that i'm not sure of since i only watched it once once but i'm pretty sure it was thanksgiving it had to be be. i mean the fucking title is thanksgiving i mean (laughs) so it had to have been yes which is kind of weird because in theory you would think the movie should actually be called black friday since that's what started ever well no that's right it started on thanksgiving because they fucked up black friday never mind look at that he does it again they did it on yes which (laughs) chef's kiss but so okay so then we we have where were we julia's death so then now is this the bait scene or wait, do they they go to the to the VIP guy, right? Yeah, they go to the scummy guy and they get the uh, weapons. The weapons. Oh no, that was actually back technically before that because he runs in with the gun to sh- save Julia. I think this is actually now where we get to the part where it's going to be the parade where they're going to have the parade and they. I like the idea. They're like, hey, what? Why? You know, you know, we don't want to be running for the rest of our lives. Yeah, so let's, like, let's go. Let's go and set a trap. Um. Uh, so this part I liked as well because it does tie back into the move into the trailer. There is a mm-hmm. scene where like a parade goes fucking bonkers. <laughs> um, I, I love the only thing I will say I was when I was <laughs> I almost feel like this was like a little bit of like a tr- like I was like what are we doing here, Eli? I'm like what are you doing, bro? Like the trailer or like sorry not the trailer the the parade's going on and. I'm like, okay, clearly something's gonna happen, and they are. They did identify that the kid who plays the turkey was there that <laughs> night, and literally, as I'm watching it and I'm thinking this, I'm like, I'm like, why is there a guy dressed as a psycho clown? And then six seconds later, the psycho clown chops his head off with a <laughs> with an axe. Okay, <laughs> and I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Of all the costumes that you could have picked. This is the one time dressing as John Carver would have made perfect sense, but now you're like psycho clown. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm here for it because it was very reminiscent of Hell House, like the the color and everything, yeah. and like the crazy the 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 mask kind of reminded me like killer clowns. But that that's like one of my favorite scenes because I was so like okay, so I was so wrapped up in the parade because I'm like I know something's gonna happen, and it had had the I know what you did last summer vibes when Helen's in the parade mm-hmm. and they're all like looking around. I was like, yes. Cause it, again, a nod to, you know, classic slashers. And I'm, I was like on edge. I'm like, something is going to happen. And I paid no, see, I love the difference that you were like, something's up. And I'm like, you know, oblivious to it. And then when the Turkey's like, Oh, his head got chopped off. I was like, I literally loud was like, what? And everyone in the theater was like, holy shit and then chaos ensued next time you watch it the psycho clown is on screen before the murder happens and i was like i was literally i was like what the fuck i'm like i'm like it can't be i'm like why is there a guy dressed as a psycho clown and then i was like oh because he's a psycho clown okay (laughs) i like i literally i didn't even like put a thought into it but I, i just to maybe think of what i was thinking I thought it's a parade. So maybe they just threw in some like random <laughs> things. Cause I mean, like our parade back where I used to live in this like little, little town up North, they had the most random shit. Like they would have the most random things in like a summer parade and a winter parade. So maybe I was just like used to a, a, a smorgasbord of shit in a parade. <laughs> 
I mean, and that's, I mean, maybe because I mean, like, I also really like like the Plymouth Rock float, which is just the the scumbag dude like playing like heavy metal. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and all then, like the old people were kind of like into it, like yeah, <laughs> yes. But then like after the guy gets his head cut off, which I thought was so awesome, then the the whole accident happens and the thing goes through the guy's head. Yeah, like oh, and the kids are getting sprayed by their grandpa's blood. <laughs> oh, it's so dark, <laughs> so dark, but it's so amazing. Like I love that scene. That scene literally just like was icing on the cake. I'm like. Uh, this movie could stop right now and I'd be happy. I would have <laughs> been was fine. The, the scene with, which is, I believe happens in the trailer, trailer, the fake trailer, but like with the turkey and just the blood, like, yeah. like it's a turkey with its head cut off. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> so good. Ah, uh, it's great. Um, yeah. Yes. So then we get to the scene where, I mean, they, they, there's a whole thing where like they find like, the, the, which I was like, it's kind of an irrelevant scene. Also, well, I guess it's the only reason the scene has to exist, all right, mm -hmm. is where they, they do the scene where they're like, we found it, we're triangulating his position, and then they find that there's like a fake cell phone. Yeah. Because this is the part that I had to laugh at. From the beginning, I mean, like as a viewer, the movie could only possibly end in one place. Right, exactly. The, the Carver house that was yeah. shown earlier. Mm -hmm. So I loved that at the end fight scene or whatever when she escapes the house she's like oh we're at the carver house i wanted to be like you deserve to die now you if you didn't know where you were you deserve to die <laughs> done like you stupid <laughs> yeah i know and that's and that's fair to say because of course i mean the commercial was being shot there yeah then it got like destroyed so you're just he's dressed as john carver <laughs> yes but i completely agree with you it's like if you don't know what the hell's going on girl then just but this scene has one of, I, I think, not like a kill, but it has my favorite scene of the whole movie. Let's set it up. What, what, which one are we talking about? Because I wonder if we're going to be on the same page. Because I'm starting to think we're not. Damn. So is this is the scene, though, with the, the mother. Okay, so. The stepmom, right? I enjoyed that scene. Is that your favorite? Not So it's not the kill. And it's, it's, it's not like the whole, when all the people are at the dinner. It was like her uh, in the roasting prepping to be <laughs> prepped for dinner yes but when he um he takes his mask and he burns it yeah and he puts it on his face i was like oh <laughs> like i don't know what that did to me but just adding that like scarred like charred look on the mask the the, the, the slasher lover inside of me just went crazy i was like holy shit that's fucking epic i loved it I loved it too. The only thing I didn't get though is I was like, why go through all that? And then literally in the next scene, they show him take it off and put a fresh one on. And I was I like, what the fuck? I was like, what are we doing here? It ruined it because I wanted him to have that charred face the whole time. But something I don't I can't even explain what it was that I love, but just when he did it and then it was like slow motion and he put it a slower motion oh, yeah. and put it, it on. And it's like and I believe he did it accidentally. He just put it like he rested his mask on top of the yep. and then he human-sized oven. <laughs> <laughs> He's prepping his 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 turkey. Oh my god! All right, that, let's talk about it. Like, okay, like, what about the mom? I actually kind of like the mom. Like, you feel bad for the like the mom who's a stepmom who's a total bitch the whole movie. In this scene, I'm like, okay, she's fighting for her life. She's not like I'm like again. These are they, these over the top characters are actually acting like human beings at the end of this movie. Yes, but I did not like her. I did not like her in the beginning. So I was like, good, roast that fucking bitch up. Oh but, yeah. But then when I was like watching her like squirm 
and then put myself in that position. And then I looked over at Roz and she, that's when, like, this is the one time that she had the serious look. I'm like, are you okay? She's like, I, I don't want to think about that. I don't want to think about, cause like when the, the skin started to burst, I could just, I looked over at her and she's just, she was not into that. And I'm like, I know babe, like that was the, that was kind of intense to think about yourself being in an oven. And I think it, it was done right though, because here's yes. the thing. Yes. You on paper, you write down, he bastes someone with butter and oil and on a, on a, on a and herbs on a tray <laughs> of vegetables and sticks them in a human sized oven. Oh yeah. That could become off as very comical. And like the idea of it is comical. And like, I was like, when I was watching, I was like, this is fucking nuts. And I, I love know. it. But yes. also when it happens, you're also like, oh, like she is still like roasting alive. <laughs> I know. And like the way that it was like, like so sh like close in the shot and you see the skin start to blister like a tomato. I was just like, oh my God, this is, sh she has to like escape. Or something like there's no way that she's fine she's gonna be a turkey and then when he brings her to the table and like her crotch shot is right facing her husband i was like oh my god yes okay and let's it. get to that part so yes she brings a roasted ex-wife or well i guess she's ex now uh yeah. and to the table and he gives the whole speech and starts carving her up and he's gonna oh. serve it it's so like i'm like i kind of was like and i'm like it's eli i'm like make him eat it yeah, yes. <laughs> I was waiting for that to happen, and I'm like, Raz, you might want to close your eyes for that one. But like, when he cuts it off, and then goes to like give it to him, and he just starts fucking puking on his gag, I was like, Oh my god! Only like, missed the only missed opportunity I want to say in this scene mm -hmm. is I still feel like okay, we 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 got we got our main course, we got the yeah. turkey scene. Yeah, something needed to be, there needed to be a stuffing fucking thing happening. Yep. Cranberry like, sauce, a, a, a cranberry. I, I, you know, art owns mashed potatoes. So we're going to leave yeah. mashed potatoes to art, but I'm like, <laughs> you're, you could have stuffed something into somebody. <laughs> and I was waiting for that. And I, maybe he'll do it in the next one. Maybe it, we'll yeah, get yeah, more yeah. of a, of a, a Julie child prepping, but like, and also too, not to completely skate over it. Cause I, I I didn't say much, but like her chasing was pretty intense in the house. It was really good. Actually, I that like that one. She, like I said, she fights hard at the end, considering yeah. it's a character you think would typically not be that way, mm -hmm. but she really gives it, you know, she, she almost gets him to be fair, like until he catches on to what's going on. Uh, and then like pierces through the wall. Yes. But and I yes. knew that was going to happen. Cause I love that tension building. Cause you're like, okay, you know, this chasing isn't going to end great. But then you're like, what's going to happen? Because you think maybe she's going to get away. And then that happens. And I was like, okay, that was awesome. Yeah. And, and I, it was great. And all right, now I want to get to my favorite kill, which I don't know if it is yours. Cause I can't tell if this was what you were alluding to, but I love when he's finally got everyone around the table and you, he's like, we're going to say thank something we're thankful for. And the, and I love how quick it goes. There's not a like a ton of like buildup in this scene, but mm. the dickhead, bu I don't want to call him bully, but he's just kind of like the asshole friend they have who the was jockey. great in the movie. The, the jock jockey. asshole. Yes. He was great, by the way. He played that part phenomenal. Perfect. But when he's just like, nope. And like it's, it's like a 30 second buildup. And then he just takes that meat hammer. And when I say he hits his head and it just like, it like yeah. explodes like a watermelon. <laughs> I was, and, and then he just starts hitting it again and again and again. And I was like, so quick, so effective. Yes. It was my favorite kill in the whole movie. 
I love that one. It was not my fave, but like that was amazing. And then to have like the reaction of everyone watching and his girlfriends watching, I was just yeah. like, this is fuck it just all of it. It's I'm not saying it's hard to narrow down a favorite because I love every single kill because it's a flavor to this perfect dinner. But that one was amazing. And I really enjoyed the parade. Yeah, I thought it was great. And a, and a part, again, that I like here at the mm -hmm. end of this movie. Yeah. After the asshole jock gets his brain splattered with a hammer. Everybody in that room survives. Like, yeah, group, even the dad, which I was like, holy shit, the dad survived. Yeah. But like, but realistic. I mean, yes, he is the one that owns the store that caused his lover to die. But it wasn't like a direct. I guess you could say it wasn't like. I mean, he really did hold the key of what happened because he could have said it's closed if he wasn't yeah. greedy. I think it's I think it's kind of cool because it shows some restraint mm -hmm. in the in the writing process and also trusting that the actor because I think the actor did a really, really good job of making you not necessarily forgive him, but yes, flipping the humanity switch on for that character where the last kind of when he starts starts telling his ex what or whatever I keep calling his ex, starts telling his uh, wife that like, no, you don't call the fucking shots anymore. I call no. the shots stores no. closed. We're doing this. We're not hiding you. You. And then again, by the end, when he's literally covered in puke and he's got his <sighs> wife on the table and he's about, he's next, he's literally got like the hammer behind him. And then his daughter starts to run and he's screaming like, run away. Like, leave me <sighs> like, you know, there, he did a great job of, of letting that character redeem himself. I thought. Yes, and that redemption is huge because you've seen in horror movies assholes that you're just like, fucking kill him. Yes. And then even when you see them killed, you're just like, oh, you should have done it a little bit more. Yeah. But this, you're completely right. You you feel like there are people that have a heart, even though they might see something blinding in front of them. Yeah. After circumstances as much as, you know, this, you see this. I, I, I like that. I did. I love that there was a body count, but there was some saving graces. And I yeah, think that, that's what made it such a good movie. There was definitely some restraint there. And I thought that was good. We're in the end game now. Now we're at, I mean, let's skip yeah. ahead. She, she figures out who the killer is. Cause he's got sticker burgers on him and he was running through the woods, mm -hmm. um, which as someone who has a shit ton of sticker burrs in his backyard, I sympathize because <laughs> uh, they're, all over my fucking house. They're horrible. Uh, does does Ripley go out and get them all over him? Ripley doesn't because Ripley has sleek hair. But oh. we have a full-size giant poodle who basically um, is at times a walking tumbleweed, like in a in a, uh, a, a, a old West movie. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, she figures it out. Um, we've already talked about our thoughts on the killer. Uh, what do you think about the whole end game? Cause it's not super long, but like the chase between her and Bobby, it's her and Bobby trying to get away from Patrick Dempsey yeah. and it's the final confrontation. What do you think about it? I thought it was good. I thought that it didn't carry on for 45 minutes. Um, and then it wasn't like super anticlimactic. I like the reveal, how she found out the whole like technology thing of him, her recording him live. I thought that was kind of clever. Um, I like I like that reveal because it, it it brought it into like, you know, you feel like that's what you would do in that scenario. Absolutely. Because like, put yourself in that situation. I don't know if I would be able to, to think that quickly because I'd be fucking terrified. Yeah. 
Yeah. You're scared. Like think of when you're truly scared and maybe you're scared from watching a movie, but like being in a situation like that, I would a never want to be in because that's fucking terrifying, no. but like good thinking. And I like, cause that's something that you would think to do in a, in a calm thoughtful state i don't know if that makes any sense but yeah, no like in a crisis situation like it's yeah, yeah and she and she's supposed to be smart and everything yeah and, she, um, and it, i thought it was good and i i don't know i just i felt like it was a good ending not like it was anything memorable that i'd be like you know like talking about like seven with an ending but i thought for what we got i thought it did it justice and i thought it did it in a in a in a good in, a, in a, a good way to open up a sequel if wanting if needing to or like a my bloody valentine ending type deal close it and it never opens again yes i think it did a good job with that i will say i said i only had like one or two like true critiques mm -hmm. um my biggest critique is this the last 10 minutes of the movie i think yeah um while i still enjoyed it i think the ending is the weakest part i'd maybe give the ending like the, the last 10 minutes of the movie, I think I might give like the rest of the movie. I'd, I'm probably giving like a nine out of 10. Yeah. Um, I would probably get the, if I just broke off the last 10 minutes, I'd give that section like a seven. Like it was fine, but like, yeah, I just felt like it did feel like it kind of was rushed a little bit. Yes. Like I, you know, they had clearly been teasing that she was going to shoot the fucking gun. So I knew that was coming. I yeah. love the idea because yes. it, it was very funny with the turkey, like, and slowly <laughs> inflating. And then, like, she shoots it and, like, I don't know, it was kind of an anticlimactic explosion a little bit. And mm -hmm. I really will be honest, I didn't want there to be the, the, you know, as soon as I heard, like, oh, the bodies was never, it was must have been incinerated. I was like, by a turkey like, <laughs> like it wasn't a fucking atomic bomb it was a turkey filled with fucking like i don't know i'm assuming Flammable gas. yeah because yeah. i died when i saw that turkey inflating i was like there's no fucking way that this could be the end of the movie and then when it happened and she shot the musket i was like okay that's fucking cool but like you're right it, it, it would have been maybe like i don't know i don't even want to go so far as to say like you know like a halloween two ending where the hospital blows up and then Michael's walking out in the, in the, you know, fire suit and you see that he's still alive and then he falls down. I had a feeling that they were going to say, Oh, we couldn't find the body. I had a feeling that that was going to transpire because of how quickly everything happened because well, you didn't really, you didn't and they already it. started teasing it. They already started teasing because they started to show all like the firefighters that were like completely covering their faces and whatnot. Yes. But Which, I was, I kind of wanted to just see, I wanted this, I wanted the scream moment. I wanted him to come back for one more attempt. That's what I wanted. Like in the bedroom, like when the door opened and he's like, are you okay? And then have like turned back and Patrick, he's standing there burnt, yeah. you know, with like a knife or something that would have been cool to see that, but maybe not giving us that. I don't know. It, it left me kind of like, I don't want to say confused, but I was just like, I don't know how I feel about that. But I, overall it didn't like sway. I'm with you. The, the movie for me, because I feel like either way, it's going to be a conversation and controversial if it's a standalone and we're going to be talking about like the thing who, who was really infected was, it, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that type of discussion. And it will be 20 years later. Well, what, what happened or, you know, blah, blah, blah. Or it's set up for a sequel. 
and I'm with you. I, again, it didn't affect my overall because I'm still giving the movie a nine out of ten. I fucking loved it. It was mm-hmm. great. It's my favorite movie, not just horror movie of the year. It's my favorite movie of the year, and it's my favorite horror movie of the last. I guess what fucking Scream Five was 2019, I think. So yeah. 21, three years. Yeah. So that's pretty goddamn good. Mm-hmm. But I just thought that the ending was a little weak, and then the like. I don't. I'm not a big fan of like dream endings. You know. Yeah. So the, we, we get the Friday the 13th ending that, in my opinion, only worked in Friday the 13th and has never worked ever since. But uh, what yeah. did you think about the, the the little dream ending thing? I mean, for 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 what it was, it could have been a lot worse or it could have been just nothing. So I'm, I'm OK with it. But like you said, I think it only works in certain situations. In this one, I could have had, you know, what seemed like a dream sequence, but then have him actually physically be there. Um, or like even so much, I, like, I know this is extreme cause I just went like, Oh, it wouldn't, wouldn't have mattered. But if he would have been standing in the doorway with like her, her dad's head, I, I would have been fine with that. I or that like boyfriend standing there and he like slices him open and, or something like, and then it's just her screaming and then it cuts because so did he kill her? You know, then it could have picked up or that could have been left for an open discussion. And I would have been fine with that. So my only worry is cause again, I'm, I am totally a hundred percent fine if this stays a one and done. Yes. But there's the greedy part in me that sees the scream, the, the, the everything I loved about scream one in this. And I'm like, if it continued on and granted, I don't fucking, I mean, it's going to be goofy, but it is a goofy premise. Yeah. I'm like, and I like some of these characters. I'd like to see them more, but I'm like, now I feel like that's going to force you into a box that made the, the same box that made the, uh, uh um, I know what you did last summer into a goddamn joke because now you're going to have to have, you know, uh burnt Billy running around fucking, yeah. you know, like it just mm-hmm. like now the killer has to be him, right? Like it, now you've made it. And also, I don't know if you're going to get Patrick Dempsey for all these movies. Right. And that's the thing is like, so, but, but then here, here's my theory on this too. I'm totally with you because it's like, and for me, and this is just personal, opinions but like i would have been fi- like when you say carry on like scream i would have been fine with scream if it was one two and three and then done like i would have been happy with that storyline because then i feel like you know whatever and now yeah. now, no, now we're on you. now we're on six but like and we're never gonna get an answer an ending to that fucking story which pisses me off but yeah ever exactly because let's not that's a whole nother episode that we could go on yeah. but i i i i don't like you, there's stuff that you could do with this movie that doesn't necessarily have to set us up for the typical, okay, now the killer shouldn't be alive, but he's alive and he's back for revenge. You could take it so far as to the guy that was married to the girl that was going to leave him. Mm-hmm. He gets pissed off, right? Because all this shit happened. He and finds he finds out about it. He or... finds out about it. And then he's a scorn lover. And then now he's on the prowl and he wants to like, do you know what I'm like? I don't know how. Yeah, you know, there's other ways you could go. You know. Yes. Or that he, had a, like... he had a brother, or or Billy went fucking nuts. Truly, Billy was nuts, and he was actually because truthfully, you know, I mean, we Billy never really attacked the other guy. He just helped drive away. You know, Billy maybe he was in on it the whole time. Or not Billy, Bobby. I'm sorry, I've got yes. scream in the brain. <laughs> but yes, but like Bobby, and and I would be if it was something like that that was plausible that had like a sensible 
tie into it. Not just like some random person that we never met. And it's like the cousin is the killer. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, if Billy had some connection and we find that backstory cool. Or like the the guy that found out about those two cheating. I, I'd be happy with that. Not some random person that was at the diner that day and is a copycat. Right? Here's, here's how you save Scream. Scream 7, John Carver's the killer. Boom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, no, I just want to send them to space at this point. I'm also just down with that. Send them to fucking space or send them to the Arctic. I don't know. I don't think anything is going to save that franchise now, which is, I God, I, I say that with such a, like, a heavy heart because I love Scream so we, much. We do need to do a, a longer form discussion on it, but I know you've got a hard out time, which we are rapidly approaching. Okay, um, I enjoyed this discussion and I will gladly be tired tomorrow because this was fun and I'm glad that I got to talk about it with someone. Well, I had a blast um, and uh, I, I, I really, I think we need to get into the scream of it all because that's pretty, pretty big for both of us and yes. horror fans in general but we are going to do that on the next episode maybe we'll do that on the live and just get yelled at by everybody uh, oh that's a brilliant <laughs> idea i'd love that um all right uh jordan do you have anything you, you want to say before we take off um i just want to say that this movie is my favorite of 2023 i'm so thankful that eli roth uh just took this heart and soul and took this idea and gave us and, and gave himself what he wanted. He wanted us a, a slasher in between. We wanted, you know, a full length movie after the trailer after 16 years. Uh, Eli Roth, we fucking love you. Fuck yes. Um, and you know what? You never know because he might hear this. I know we joke a lot. And we say, oh, he'll he'll never hear this. You never know because when I share things, he fucking shares it to his page. Mm -hmm. He likes shit. I sent him, uh, Rosalind made a John Carver mask as soon as she got back. That's what she wants. To I saw the drawing, one. yeah. Yeah, and I sent it to him and he hearted it. He loved it. He's uh, he's wonderful. I'm putting that in my own context because he just looked at it and was like, cool, and hearted it. But, like, that's awesome to, like, be who you are and actually acknowledge. I think he has a very strong connection with the fan base and yes. realizes that he – I think he very much still is one. I mean, I just yes. look at all – he still does stuff for, like, Shudder, and Shudder, you know, it's, it's relatively small compared to, you know, the level of filmmaker he is. So Exactly. So I just wanted to, like – throw it out there that i'm so thankful for this movie this revitalized my horror depression that i had this year and i loved it that's all i want to say cheers to you eli we, we're big fans and uh we will see, we are the future creatures we are dtf figure <laughs> out what that means <laughs> and uh, we will see you uh next week yes bye, bye. guys <laughs>